0: You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders and experts. And it's all for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to TNM Unplugged uh, podcast. When we elevate your mind, your heart, your soul and the spirit to the next levels of yourself. And today, we have an exciting guest. Uh, This guest today is a very close personal friend of mine, collaborator and partner in crime, Marina Jankovic, is joining us today. And the topic of our conversation is going to be how do we use intuition in coaching? How do we tap into the intuition? And how do we really connect ourselves and to our clients from a deeper space of knowing Deeper space of gut feeling, deeper space of gut, and then deeper space of intuition. What can I tell you about Marina? Marina, it's a wonderful coach. She is, first of all, MCC. She's a master certified coach as well. She's also a mentor coach who mentors a lot of the people around the world, around the core coaching skills. She has 15 years of international experience in business, also in talent development, and also in executive education. Before she became a coach, uh, she was also managing global diversity and inclusion programs with a huge multinational company operating in more than 180 markets around the world. And she was building the diverse pipeline of talents and inclusive cultures. Marina also worked across the industries uh, with a lot of leaders and a lot of coaches and also empower the leaders and coaches to have a step into the higher self and higher purpose to their wide leadership role. What she does today in her leadership work and in her coaching work is she develops her business argument, leadership experience, coaching mastery. She also develops transformational programs that positively impact people, organizations, and societies. She also brings the psychological depth. And holistic approach in her coaching. And she also supports her client to develop to the thoughtful leadership, to care about the planet, to care about our ecosystem, and to care about us creating and expressing our deep and shared values. Welcome, Marina.
1: Wow, thank you so much, Zoran, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. A long one, so but I did enjoy listening to you. And I want to also thank you for doing amazing things also for us coaches Um, and speaking about mastery. I know you are MCC as well, but I genuinely believe that mastery stops when we stop learning. So the moment we think how amazing we are, actually we are done with mastery. So I just love being a part of of TNM community as well and learning from all of you. And I love doing these podcasts because I learned something new and that's the way also how I challenge myself. So today I think this topic is important. It is big. It's not even only focused on coaching work. I think intuition is something that we know we have uh, naturally, everyone. Mm -hmm. I think it's the question how we really use it, Mm -hmm. how we access our intuition. And what can it do, not only for our clients, but what can it do for us uh, as individuals that we enjoy our work and we enjoy our life? So That's something that, uh, uh, yeah, I love reflecting on. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's also something that we can link to probably some tips for uh, coaches or future coaches, how to Mm -hmm. avoid maybe some traditional approaches that most coaching schools teach, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would say how we we simplify sometimes what we can and and make Mm -hmm. things a bit more liberating. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. to be here. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. And yeah. yes, let's, let's jump into, into that exciting field.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think it's, it's a, a great for us to share our journey in connecting to our intuitions because I, from my perspective, you know, connecting to intuition, it's also a journey of connecting to yourself. And, and sometimes in this process of discovering you and discovering your inner workings, your inner self we end up in in being and developing the relationship with our intuition and relationship with ourselves. So I'm curious, in your life journey, how did you start connecting to intuition and listening to this inner voice inside of you? What kind of got you, propelled you, inspired you to begin trusting that part of you?
1: Well, I would probably go a little bit back at the beginning of my coaching journey um, because I cannot really say that I always done amazing work and maybe I like to believe that was the case. Uh, but actually, it changed a lot for me when I started working with my mentor and when, when I started listening some of my uh, recordings.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then I discovered that probably I was doing many, many things wrong, still keeping uh, maybe uh, coaching conversations at that uh, surface level. And um, that's probably the starting thing I would like to, to share with uh, with audience that um, actually it is about the attention and it is about being in the moment. And we stop being in the moment if you focus too much on certain checklists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's one thing that I actually learned and I really do consider most important in, in coaching is that present rooted conversation. So, presence is something that Mm -hmm. we can I believe we can all become better at and if there's one core coaching competence with with depth that makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. uh, is that maintaining presence under co-creating coaching relationship Mm -hmm. and at the beginning of my journey Zoran so probably because maybe the first training I did was in that performance uh, coaching so um I wanted very quickly to get to identifying goal and then uh, I would do that, uh, let's say, flat coaching in a sense. Let's break that down. And uh, by the end of the session, let's have that action plan. So it was very outcome driven. But if I'm being very honest with with myself, that was for me to, to have actually that need fulfilled, maybe to justify that I added value as a coach. So it yeah. took me a while before I started really seeing coaching as a partnership, that I partner with clients. And actually, it's a thinking partner. It's not mm-hmm. always about the agenda, about the action plan, about the problem. So mm-hmm. we need to move away from coaching a problem. And I think mm-hmm. once we start coaching a whole person, then the magic magic happens. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes even when the time doesn't exist, you know, I would then give information to a client several times during the session, make sure that by the end we arrive to that action plan. So, you know, that would sound as 20 minutes together, time together left. What is it that you want to really commit to um, mm-hmm. instead of maybe trusting that sensation in my body? So even when clients come and they tell you, this is what I want to work on, mm-hmm. um, Very often that doesn't happen. So actually, that's a reason more to tap into intuition when they don't know what they don't know. But even if that's the case, if you trust that something else is an issue, go deeper and then test it. I think the thing that I had to let go of is being right. And uh, when I asked the question, I remember I was so obsessed with getting that. Yes, you're right. That's what I meant, which shouldn't be the case. You know, it's not about us. Uh, but I think it's also human. And that's why I want to share that. I love also sharing those stories, what, what I learned on the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think going back to your question, the role of intuition is huge. And I just even you know think uh, what I do in my, in my life with my kids, I, I like to teach them just if you feel that something's wrong or mm-hmm. if you feel that something else is going on, ask or, or walk away or do something about it. So, we need also to walk the talk. And I'm glad to see that that's a topic of intuition, that concept is creeping more and more into mm-hmm. the language of business and leadership development and decision-making models. So mm-hmm. it's time, I think, for everyone to that we challenge the traditional, that rational, analytical approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do then when I, when I think even to revise, the, uh, when I think about revise the core coaching competencies, I mm-hmm. clearly now see the link. I see the mm-hmm. link with... Uh, uh, intuition to establish in the coaching agreements. So even let's start with that. We have a very short time together in that chemistry session, which is right. interesting right. called chemistry session at the beginning. So um, that's the ability to understand what is required in the specific coaching uh, interaction mm. and to come to that agreement. And decision is made on the basis of a very limited information. So given that relatively short time, of a trial session, it's about making that judgment Mm -hmm. that is not rational. And Mm -hmm. I think that is, that will take place more um, at a non-conscious level Mm -hmm. um, by the coach, probably more experienced coaches arriving at that decision quickly, more quickly, but it's also the decision is made Uh, by the client as well. So we don't tend to think in that way. We we Mm -hmm. say chemistry session, but I think that's the beginning of using your intuition. That's it. uh, And also establishing trust and intimacy with the client.
0: Right. Yeah. And for me, you know, how I relate to intuition is I see it as a coaching superpower. So if you think about you as a coach and you think about your superpowers, what is something that you can really rely on and trust as part of your coaching toolkit is that inner voice, that sensation that really enables you to feel the coachee, to feel the coaching space, to feel you, as as you beautifully say, being 100% present with the coachee. And then to be a little bit courageous to let go of this traditional structure of coaching that is outcome driven, as you said, that we have to accomplish the goal, that we have to create the value for the coachee, especially in the field of executive coaching, when everybody is geared towards the outcome, to accomplishment, to succeed, to create something outstanding. And I think that puts us in a situation when we have to overperform in a coaching conversation instead of being present enough to relax in ourselves. And to create that space of intimacy when we can connect to this inner superpower that can really support us and guide us in the coaching process towards really, really partnering with the coachee. And I love what you shared that, you know, that intuition creates a deeper level of connection and deeper level of partnership, right?
1: Absolutely. And uh, you, you nicely said that it's about the coach. Uh, being fully present in the moment Mm -hmm. and then the ability to access intuition and trust one's own inner Mm -hmm. knowing is of great Mm -hmm. value when having to move to to the moment with the client and and Mm -hmm. the more a coach is able to direct their attention and maintain an an effective coaching presence Mm -hmm. then the more they're able to use intuition in the process overall so Mm -hmm. It's even using our intuition to know when to speak and when to stay silent mm-hmm. and using it in identifying patterns. So we mm-hmm. use intuition to be bold mm-hmm. with our coaching approach. And uh, sometimes, as I said, taking risks and, and pushing back boundaries, both for the coach and client, is when miracle happens, when shift happens. Yeah. Uh, because I, I genuinely believe it's not... Um, Our role as a coach uh, only to to raise awareness for our Mm -hmm. clients but Mm -hmm. to partner for that awakening
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh, um, how are we feeling as coaches also are we hopeless are we going through something uh, too Mm -hmm. challenging Mm -hmm. do we feel disconnected that's something we should never ignore so Mm -hmm. I know that that energetic field that vibrations that are happening are much more powerful than words Mm. Um, or our questions that we work so hard to make powerful. That's another interesting thing, you know, Mm. making that powerful questions and even going most coaches I know at the beginning, and I did it, we had that booklet of hundred most powerful questions, you know, you you (laughs) can never be, you can never be present. So you are, you think that that will happen if you just pick that one magical question, powerful question, and you take that coaching competency. But mm-hmm. it's not about it. And I think we should worry less as coaches about that question we ask. Mm-hmm. We, we should go more probably with our gut feel mm-hmm. and asking questions out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. So allowing that space for client to reflect, to, to be present fully, uh, that's much more powerful than, than any question I found in those booklets. So uh, yeah, and The, and the moment happy. we start to think how we perform as coaches, it's about us. It's about our ego. And yeah. that is a
0: problem. Yeah. yeah. And I want to kind of drill a little bit deeper here because you mentioned something really important before we kind of get into unfolding the intuition space as well. Is that the, the most important core coaching competency is being able to be presence or coaching presence. So when you coach nowadays, you know, now you move through your coaching career and you're already MCC how do you get yourself to be fully present in the coaching in the coaching space you know w- what works for you you know to kind of show up
1: i think it's first of all there are some longer term things that i do and uh, that's mm. more ongoing development but mm. also it is energetically very important how you enter every coaching session you have mm. and mm. actually i'm glad that i see that there are many more now uh, even icf uh, approved a continuing mm-hmm. coach education hours based on that Gaia philosophy that yeah. is promoting our interconnectedness and, and grounding practices.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so I do some of them and mm-hmm. sometimes it's it just, you know, also a matter of uh, grounding myself before the session starts. Mm-hmm. So trying to really remove myself from everything that's going on that day in my life mm-hmm. with my partner, with my kids, Um, And it's not always easy. So I think it's also sensing where you are walking away from that full presence. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not easy if you have a full day of coaching to be 100% present. Mm -hmm. But it is also a matter of um, either using a short meditation practice or Mm -hmm. you don't even have to close your eyes, but finding something that works for you. And I think that's important that every coach finds something and every human being something that that works for them, Uh, Mm -hmm. because I don't think there's one way of coaching. And that's why there's no one way of uh, doing things right. So Mm -hmm. um, but it is important that we stay aware, that we are constantly aware also what's going on with us. Mm -hmm. Um, And going back to previous, we cannot really support our client and partner for that awakening Mm -hmm. if we feel miserable, or Mm -hmm. if we feel uh, down. So Mm -hmm. I think every coach needs uh, other coaches to support them and constant mentoring. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think uh, that's why it it is something that is ongoing. It's continuous development. It's not Mm -hmm. about credentialing at ICF. So the journey never Mm -hmm. stops there. What do you do, Zoran? I would love to hear your also. So in,
0: yeah, exactly. So in addition to, I do the similar thing, you know, I, I'm kind of very aware of how do I arrive in the coaching space. So I do the same thing, breath, you know, breathing, really cleaning, cleaning my mind or cleansing my thoughts or, you know, letting go of everything that is happening in that day or even be, be, be before coaching conversation, if you have a back-to-back coaching space so clearing up grounding really connecting to the earth i feel that power of nature is super important in our lives so connecting to the nature connecting to the to the energy around you um i also you know still myself in a way that you know i connect to my breath and i keep on breathing in and out in and out in and out in a very short meditation to really presence and to still myself and then i like doing also thing that i connect with my client energetically so i i Sense and feel into our conversation to come. I feel into our client, and I sometimes even make an intention by saying, You know, I'm opening the coaching space right now. I would love my client to arrive in the best possible version. I would love to be at service to my client, and I'm opening up to be curious. This is exactly what you said. My biggest thing is, you know, being curious in that space. So when somebody arrives, I'm there, available and present 100% with them, and everything else fades away but we we are just present in the moment together and i think that's that's wonderful and i also sometimes do this with my clients as well especially with the executives that i'm coaching you know the executive coaching space it's very stressful very demanding and you know sometimes you have people running from one meeting to another meeting to another meeting and they end up in a coaching and they carry out all of these things into the coaching space And it's not easy for them to get into that connection with themselves and the coach because there's too much going on, you know? So I would then tell them, okay, let's slow down. Let's breathe together. Let's stand up. Let's stretch. Let's kind of get into your body, whatever works for you, you know, let's uh, kind of presence yourself so that you can leave the things behind you and you can step into that space of, of presencing inside of the coaching. And I think this is a very important step. You know, sometimes we forget to do them because they feel a little bit awkward and, you know, and feel like, oh, my God, then can I really do this? But I think when we do it, then the quality of our coaching interaction goes to a completely different level. Right. So that's what I do.
1: I fully agree, Zoran. And actually what you described, just even starting conversation, you, you feel energetically that it's needed. So mm-hmm. you are putting your intuition in action yeah. even with what you said. Uh, And I think that makes a difference because um, then it's not about that uh, horizontal coaching. It's more transformational. It's less about the problem. It's Mm -hmm. not even with executives. Mostly they know what they need to do. So if they come to your session and they say, well, Zoran, help me to prioritize my task. They know how to prioritize, right? They have 20 plus years of experience. So that's not the issue. And I think that's the moment where actually you can decide as a coach to ask very different questions or mm-hmm. when you can even ask, is this a good moment or well, let's work on something together, let's partner. Mm-hmm. And I think adults, we are wired to learn in a different way and we are all curious.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: for, for years, actually, I thought that I was doing a good coaching because I had some forms and again, action plans. Mm-hmm. But that's not what sticks because I would see the same clients uh, coming back to to my session, reporting some progress, if any, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't stay, so that's why that's not something that I can say actually <laughs> yeah. was a good use of their time and money yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think it's actually uh, uh, that's a really good space to explore what is it that we can work on together uh, as as partners, as thinking partners with our clients that partner. Mm-hmm. That client wouldn't be able to, to, to work on their own. And I think mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing where actually you can go much deeper because the moment they start expressing themselves in that way, mm-hmm. you can you can feel a different energy. You can mm. you can hear them saying some things that normally they wouldn't if you approach your your session in a traditional sense. Yeah. Um, so I liked your example. And I think even that chemistry session is a good way. Of us coaches, mm. also bringing our full self because mm. I um, challenge often when I read or I see on in some articles like just focus fully on a client. So on the one hand I understand what it means, but on the other hand, we coaches we are whole people mm-hmm. as well Correct. so Correct. you bring yourself and I think it's a it's a nice way to uh, share even um, more about your approach to share. Yeah. Um, how you use your intuition, to share what's important to you or what your vision as a human being is. So so I think all that together can uh, then add value to client and can also add value to to us because uh, it will make our coaching practice much more enjoyable.
0: Mm. And, you know, I would love to also unpack something else with you because that's kind of my struggle in life that, you know, in relationship to intuition because... I have this ongoing dance with intuition, as I call it. Sometimes I trust my intuition 100%. And sometimes my my body tells me, or my inner voice tells me, do this, ask this question, be still, be quiet, and I'm able to follow it really, really well. But sometimes, you know, I don't, (laughs) I don't listen to this. And sometimes I literally override that inner voice and sometimes even though my inner voice is saying to me okay now is the time to be quiet in this coaching space or now is the time to ask this question which is completely unrelated to the topic of the conversation something that just comes from from inside out as inspiration and then i freak out and my mind's saying okay hold on a second you know put this aside you know put this this is not the right moment let me ask you what i really think i should ask you next and i and that dance between Listening to your intuition as a coach and not listening to in your intuition as a coach is, is, is something that I'm dancing with all the time. You know, I, I I am like observing myself in that space. And I can say honestly, you know, especially to the new coaches that are listening, sometimes I'm really good with that. And sometimes I I just don't. Do you have the same thing? Do you have this dance of listening and not listening? How does it work with you? <laughs>
1: I do. And what I hear you saying is almost trying to justify uh, that intuition-driven reactions with ourselves sometimes. And I think that's a struggle between when you say intuitive, okay, I'm going to do now something completely different, or let me suggest something, or let me ask off-the-topic question. And on the other hand, you still want to be that rational person so that other people are able to uh, follow your your uh, mental flow <laughs>
0: yeah and
1: i think the way how i see that that we still uh, whether we want to or not to admit it we still have that pressure of actually um wanting to fit or or actually wanting to uh be understood uh which is natural yeah, yeah. A- and again as you said maybe the key thing is being aware and even if you don't ask that question or you don't go fully with your intuition, maybe that's an ideal moment to ask yourself why. And yeah. I still believe it or not. I, f- I keep that uh, a ref- reflective journal for myself for coaching. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, maybe we don't have to have it. We don't submit it to our ICF credentialing for our ICF credential. But that's not the point. I think it's exactly about uh, going deeper with ourselves. And that's a good practice. Mm. Uh, And you might arrive to a very interesting answer why you didn't go with your intuition or what's the need behind that you wanted to fulfill. And again, that's something that we don't like to admit maybe loudly, but we are all biased and we all maybe have some thoughts and we, we want to make them rational. So I think just being aware of that is the first step, but definitely does happen to me not yeah, only my coaching yeah. practice it happens in life you know in when life.
0: you say
1: why didn't I do that I knew it you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and yeah. then
1: I made a completely different decision because yeah. maybe actually my brain still was inclined to be analytical
0: that's it that's yeah. it and I think that's a training because we, we rely on to our brain a lot to our analytical cognitive thinking processes because we've been trained to do this also in the coaching uh, process. It's a very linear on a certain level, and you follow the steps, and you know you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do that. So it's a linear process that powers the cognitive thinking as well. And I think that what we're talking about today, it's linear process, is absolutely wonderful. And if we really want to go into the deeper transformational coaching space, we were we are all called as the coaches to go into this space of trust and intuition. And I. Also, want to comment on you know reflective journals. I do the same thing after each and every coaching conversation. I, I reflect to how I've done it, what was my learning as a coach, what did I do that I knew I could do differently, and and how, why that happened. And you're absolutely right. And most of the time, it's a need or it's a pressure or me not being able to be in, present enough and powerful enough in this coaching presence to really communicate what I wanted to communicate. And it's an ongoing learning that links. Beautifully to what you said, that the mastery of coaching is really in your ability to keep on learning and reflecting and growing and polishing yourself and discovering yourself to the to the next level. But I would love to get to the space when I trust my intuition all the time in my life as well as in coaching. Because sometimes I literally look into this as like I knew this. Oh my god, my intuition was screaming: turn left, turn left, turn left, and I did it right. So I think it's 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 an interesting dance. Uh, that we need to arrive to this space when we're so aligned inside out that we really trust that inner voice.
1: Oh, and it's uh, amazing how sometimes when you let your intuition fly, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: can achieve much more within much shorter time in in those coaching Mm -hmm. conversations. If you move Mm -hmm. away from that model of, okay, identifying outcome and working around it and, Uh, Mm -hmm. getting into commitment and what's coming next Mm -hmm. so if you cut that conversation and and you go boldly with the question Mm -hmm. again without that need of having to be right Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I've seen so many things that so much happened within such a short time Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's why it does actually it worth it because it's not about us again it's about the difference that makes for a client Mm -hmm. and and I think just spending more time and uh, most coaches panic if they get to the point and then the conversation and the outcome changes completely. Right. Uh, what to do now? I have 10 yeah. minutes left. <laughs> what? Okay, let me just stick to this. Yeah. But I think that's actually a good sign. It's a good sign because you unpacked something and then go into that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be really perfect in, in a sense of... Uh, um, Checking all the, uh, the things on the on the list for ICF and maybe that's not going to be the one that you're going to submit to ICF, but you're that's going like to learn it. something new. you're going mm-hmm. to learn something amazing and, and I think that's also reality that we face. It's not that every coaching conversation is for credentialing.
0: That's and, it.
1: and I think that uh, if we recorded, let's be honest our coaching conversations today or tomorrow, would mm-hmm. all of them pass ICF credentialing? I'm not sure. But maybe they shouldn't. And I think that's why how I understand the whole process is extremely important. So I do respect a lot what's done and why competencies exist. But I also Mm -hmm. think, on the other hand, that we need to be more flexible in the way how we use them. And that's why Mm -hmm. intuition as a concept has a really important um, part to play in all of that.
0: So we really want to give you know especially the younger coaches a permission you know to to connect to themselves to to listen to the intuition as that coaching superpower to allow you know for the questions to pop up because like you I can share from my experience that the most transformational questions I have ever asked in the coaching presence in a coaching space were driven by my intuition so I would listen to something so deeply And even if this is absolutely unrelated to the topic, I would say even to my clients, I need to ask you a question that is completely unrelated to this issue right now. What about this? And usually the clients will say, wow, how did you know to ask me that question? That's exactly what my real issue is about. Everything else is a story that I'm sharing with myself and sharing with you. But the actual source behind the symptom in this coaching conversation is that question that you ask. And that question came from this space of intuition. And so, for me, learning how to trust you as a coach and learning how to trust this inner voice will unlock that superpower of of coaching presence, which is intuition.
1: Absolutely. And you said that wonderfully. Without that um, anxiety that if you Mm. say, I'm going to ask you something completely off the topic, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that you're doing something wrong, Actually, mm-hmm. you're doing something right. And the worst thing, what, what is the worst thing that can happen really there?
0: Yeah.
1: That they say, well, I'm not sure I understand or I'm not sure that mm-hmm. uh, I have answer or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a good answer sometimes. Good in a sense that it gives you some insight. So you decide where to go from there together with your client. Uh, but I think that's exactly... Uh, What I find useful and I practice more and more and what I would love also younger coaches to to be aware of, um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be perfect in a sense of uh, following uh, one specific framework. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the game, that's what you want to be, an authentic coach and and somebody that clients would choose. So find your own way. And I think Mm -hmm. go with your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you feel a sensation in your heart or, or gut mm-hmm. or however you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, share what you think your client might be feeling. So what you think, mm-hmm. and that's the way how you express yourself mm-hmm. without you said or you sound. Mm-hmm. But it just came to me, or I based on this and that, or this is what I actually I, I felt. Mm -hmm. in the way how you said it. So how does it come across? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reflective inquiry that Mm -hmm. is very valuable. And it's much better because you are then curious, genuinely. You're asking the right question. You're moving away from that list of powerful questions. And that's the most relevant. And that Mm -hmm. is adding value.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So be yourself, be your authentic self. And the, the way you achieve your authenticity and your coaching style and you find your coaching voice, it's your ability to listen to yourself more deeply and to allow yourself to give yourself permission to show up fully without only following the coaching process, uh, exactly how I've been taught as which is a technique, you know, because only your presence, only your presence can give the life to that technique. If the technique is just there, but you're not fully present in that moment, the technique is just going to be outstanding you're going to tick all the boxes, but the real magic of coaching, the real transformational power of the coaching, will not be in that coaching conversation. So we really want to empower people to do that. So we have a few minutes left, you know, Marina, what would you like to leave our, our audience with, you know, would you like to share anything like when it comes to any specific practice that you would love to leave them with or any specific pearls of wisdom towards the end of this conversation, what would be your, your sharing towards the closing?
1: I would say probably for me the biggest link uh, with uh, this whole intuition um, comes uh, to the space of being curious. So probably I'm going to repeat myself, but mm-hmm. asking questions out of curiosity and then going with that sensation mm-hmm. is something that will open up a client's uh, uh, path to to something new and and potentially become more transformational. Mm-hmm. And one maybe specific thing that. I try to keep in mind is that we need to accept their responses, whether they agree with you or not. Mm -hmm. And and if you're wrong, which happened to me wrong, I mean, last week, and I asked a question at the end of that, um, my client uh, managed to name the emotion Mm -hmm. he was feeling. And I just thought that was such a valuable outcome it wasn't an action point it wasn't an action plan but it was so deeply important that actually uh, really happened that was he was keen to to have another follow up conversation just having that insights so again only because i did go with my intuition and i didn't have that need of having to to be right and it's not always easy as we said we are all humans and we We want to justify the way how we think or how we manage our coaching sessions. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely think maybe that's the way how how we should act, not only in our uh, coaching practice, but in life overall. And that Mm -hmm. can add depth to any relationship that that we we choose to to develop.
0: Beautiful, beautiful summary. And I would add to that, you know, for for me, it's about cultivating relationship with that inner voice, you know. um, allowing yourself to to really listen to it you know sometimes jokingly i said to my intuition come on speak louder speak louder because intuition sometimes whispers. You know, it kind of, it's a very kind of quiet voice it comes when you still yourself when you're in the silence and when something is spaced between you know being fully awakened intuition intuition speaks so The practice that I would love to leave the audience with is that cultivate that inner relationship with your inner voice and find the spaces in your life when you can really connect and listen to what that voice says. Because if you listen to it, it will become your superpower. It will become something that is a transformational energy of your life. And also, it will make you a very, very, very powerful transformational coach when you show up 100% fully with that power inside of you. So keep on practicing. So Marina, thank you so much for coming to this uh, podcast today. There is so much more to unfold. I'm sure we're going to have an opportunity to talk further, either expand the topic on intuition or dive into any other coaching superpowers uh, towards the mastery of coaching. So I'm really grateful and, and, and honored that you came to talk to me today. And for the audience, thank you so much for listening. More to come in Beyond Coaching series on TNM Unplugged. Then we'll talk soon. Bye for now.
1: Thank you very much. Bye, everyone.